Frank and Darren back again, the Slaughterland Movie Podcast, and we are trying to finish up the best and worst of the Hellraiser franchise. We're almost there because, ladies and gentlemen, after this, we're going to be doing the best and worst of the Hellraiser reboot. We can't go on with the rest of them, like Hellseeker, Judgment, Retribution, because as our friend Dead Barry, uh, whatever, <laughs> you know, our friend Barry on Wolfman's Got Nards say, they're absolutely awful. Like, awful like sleeping awful um so we're doing bloodline our second to last because this is the last movie that was released theatrically of the hellraiser series darren i had to twist your arm a little bit to say we gotta watch this we gotta watch this piece of shit you did well when you look at it on on um imdb and stuff and see that it's directed by alan smithy um, which is a pseudonym known by uh, used by the, the the Directors Guild of America for when somebody walks off a film. Yeah. Um, so this had two directors, Kevin Yeager and Joe Chappelle, who directed Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers. So he finished that movie and was ported over to to to, to sort out Hellraiser Bloodline because they tested it didn't test very well and so kevin yeager just didn't have it in him to to continue and so joe chappelle came on did a load of reshoots and it was released wasn't released in the uk um in the cinemas (laughs) and i can see why this film finishes an hour and 20 minutes yeah Um, really sure for a horror movie it's a mess it's a real mess it's it's for some it's a fan favorite for some is it really? It is. You know, it's it's. Um, you have to admit, but like with Hellseeker and Judgment and Retribution and whatever the other ones are, um, it's kind of like backyard B class filming with the rest of them. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like going in the way of Phantasm. They just put them out just to put them out. Mm. Um, but this goes through like three different time zones. I mean, we start in twenty one twenty seven. Yep. Not too, yeah. We we're in go space already. To- we're yeah, colonizing seven, the moon. 1796, and then to 1996. It's just jumping all over the place with the same yeah. actor playing yeah. three different roles. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the generations of uh, his family, you know, being cursed mm. with the person who actually made the portal of hell unwit- unknowingly. Mm. Um, so his family's been trying to correct that. Uh, because he thinks his family is kind of cursed somehow. And Pinhead in this movie is making it out to really end his bloodline because he thinks he's the person that can actually close or destroy the box, Mm. uh, the portal to hell, or open it and make it bigger for legions of uh, Cinnabites to come out and conquer Earth, which still doesn't make any fucking sense. uh, But still, you know, because... You need magic in order to open up a portal, which Pinhead really can't do. And Jacques or Jafu, whatever the fuck his name is in this movie, <laughs> um, uh, the toy maker, um, only build it. The mm. person who's created the magic or controlled the magic is fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. And no one can they, read a book. And he has that kind of droid who kind of figures it all out and then yeah yeah that, that was pretty cool that was pretty cool i mean it was a bit sort of stop motiony and all that yeah. kind of stuff but um the the droid figuring out and, and, and opening up the portal and all that kind of stuff i thought was quite through cool, vr but, um, remember he had the gloves on and everything ah is that why it looked odd i didn't click yeah. i didn't catch on with that okay but then you become self-aware oh yeah. shit 
<laughs> what did you make me do? <laughs> I was reading about this um, and uh, promotional photos. Before you went of, to bed, right? Because you were up and you No, insomnia. this was the. <laughs> I would not take this to bed to read. Um, th- uh, promotional photos of aristocratic Cenobites uh, wearing white powdered wigs. Ooh. were released in various sci-fi magazines to promote this film. The Cenobites were cut from the finished film, along with demon clowns, and an entire ballroom fancy dress party at the stu- as the studio wanted to get to Pinhead's story sooner. Honestly, you cannot get to Pinhead quick enough in this film. Oh. It is the first half hour is just like, get on with it. What is going on? Oh, Darren, there's S&M and there's sex. There's blood, there's there's putrid food. What more do you want in the beginning of a movie? Well, with it's that being just said. Like, it is just, honestly, nothing is going on of any interest at all. And you're just confused as to what, what, what are we doing here? Well, why are we, this is like um, Marie Antoinette now. What's going on? So, <laughs> I so, would have loved to. I'm going to try and find those Cenobite pictures with the, with the, with the old, 17th century wigs on that's going to be great so part three had too much pinhead this didn't have enough to save the day i actually like pinhead in this film so i'll start with my best character yes. which is pinhead okay um, he saves the day he, he's superman in this one well yeah i mean the film is crying out for pinhead all the way through and and he finally appears at the what 35 minute mark or something like that and i liked doug bradley's performance in this one because i felt that he lost his cool too much in Hell on Earth. And in this, he's actually back to kind of that sort of floating around in the shadows pinhead, <laughs> wandering around collar, <laughs> corners and, and, you know, just, flowing just actually... Dress. Yeah, yeah. And just actually being... Um, it, it, just coming out with those uh, monologues again that, that, that I kind of missed in, uh, in, in Hell on Earth because he was just too angry throughout it. And the way he moved was odd. Um, but in this, it, I, I actually liked his performance. I think he's the best thing in it for sure. Um, film itself, though, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, for me, my best character is Angelique, princess, um, sexy, absolutely sexy in this. Uh, she she has her own agenda far from Pinhead's, uh, which they because Pinhead is supposed to be the priest of hell. Mm. and Angelique is supposed to be the princess of hell. So they have their own agendas. They all want the box differently, and she's actually becoming, I guess, sympathetic to the human race a little bit. She wants out, doesn't she? She doesn't want to be... Yeah, she wants to stay and and do... She has a lot of power. She can create a lot of earthly pleasures for her and for anyone she's attached to, and she wants, I guess, the toy maker in his lineage to be part of uh, her group so she could actually control opening the portal of hell while Pithead just wants to sever it and uh, bring order, as he says. uh, Hell is more boring now because it's more ordered. Uh, It's actually depressing. But yeah, I think Angelique is the best character in this. I focused on her more than I did Pithead when he he showed up. And, And unfortunately, we don't... Well, I'll get to it later when we discuss our best and worst kills. Uh, how about your worst character? Well, no, I just want to go back to Angelique because, yeah, yet again, we can in go the Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah, again, in the Hellraiser franchise, she's dubbed. That's not her voice. Oh, yeah. 
it's someone else. Yeah. You know, Valentina Vargas's voice was, <laughs> yeah, Valentina Vargas's voice was overdubbed by another actress, um, is what it says on IMDb, yeah. which we've just had throughout this whole goddamn series. I'll admit, the dubbing in this is better than what we've seen in the other three films. Those damn furniture movers. We don't see them in this one, The do furniture we? movers, no, they're not in this. But also, <laughs> is it the Doc in in the in Hell, Hell on Earth who who looked like an absolute yeah. bag of spanners but Fido spoke Cidibite. like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah the withdrawing <laughs> <head. laughs> Hey, what's up, baby? What's going on? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, your worst character. Um, worst character in this is Edwards, who's the the guy on the ship at the start. Um, okay. From the moment he hits the screen, his character is just abysmal. I want you to check everything out and find out why. Yes, sir. It's such a poor performance. From I think his name's Paul Perry. No um, Yeah, that, luckily he ends up being the kind of meat in a Cenobite sandwich later on, doesn't he? When mm-hmm. when the two twins kind of you know, absorb him or whatever. But um, what a shitty performance that was. I was like, this this film almost looks like it's been filmed in someone's garage at the start <laughs> of the movie. It was terrible. And, uh, and the space sequences were just like, I don't know if you've ever seen a TV show called Button Moon. Our UK audience will know what this is. It was a kid's TV show where a little man made, uh, made out of a spoon went up to, got in a bean can, baked bean can, and went up to the moon, which was a button in the sky. And the effects work are so much better than what they are in Hellraiser oh. Bloodline. <laughs> Jason X is Oscar-worthy compared to this, yeah. huh? Yeah. Terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah, this is your worst character. Do you know those twins actually have a YouTube channel? Where they tell you how to re uh, rebottle your house. So those twins are genuine. They are they genuine. Are. It wasn't the same yeah. guy playing two different. Okay, no, they're, that's they're, interesting. They're, they have their own HVAC uh, company. You are kidding? No, they don't. <laughs> Plumbing and heating, something like that. You type oh, wow. in their names in YouTube, you can actually they'll come up as telling people how to fix their house, kind of like this old house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So many doors have opened in Hollywood. Uh, (laughs) My worst character is Adam Scott as Jacques. What an asshole Adam Scott is, right? This is one of his first movies. He's an asshole. I was going to pick him. And then I read up Disgusting. (laughs) I read up about it, and apparently he was so excited to be in this film uh, that he... He, t- he, he took it incredibly seriously and is still proud of it to this day, apparently, because it's one of the first films that Hollywood really gave him a, um, you know, a shot. Open a door, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of, I thought, no, I'm not going to pick Adam Scott. I just think, I good am. for you for, yeah. Well, Fuck you're you. terrible. You're horrible. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Poor Adam Scott. Yeah. And Step Brothers, you were an <laughs> asshole too. Yeah, but Jacques, Jacques. He's, he's worried about, he's worried about, he's staying alive. He's been alive for about, what, 200 years? Because Angelique's mm. been keeping him alive, and yeah. he's been deflowering her as many times as he can, and uh, all of a sudden he gets too big, too big for his pantaloons, and uh, says, "No, you're not going <laughs> to hell." Too big for his wig, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and he gets his just desserts. And, and I know there was probably more to that scene, right? Probably mm. a little bit more torturing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and, and him and his stupid lines. Uh, it hurts. Well, yeah, because she's fucking got her finger inside your your damn wound that he, she's drilling in. You're stupid. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam Scott. Um, all right, your best line. Best line. Um, it's when Pinhead and John are kind of squaring up after Pinhead captures his wife and child. I think this is mine too. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, and Pinhead turns around to him and says, the boy will not die here, but for a thousand years, he'll wish that he had. And John says, for God's sake. And he goes, do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? And I thought that was the best line in the film. Mine's close to that. That was my second one, actually, because mm-hmm. mine is from Pinhead too. He says, pain. How dare you use that word around me? What you know as pain is a shadow. Pain has a face. Allow me to show it to you. I am pain. <laughs> good, good. Fucking fantastic. He does That's have some pinhead. good lines in this. That's yeah. Pinhead, right? Right there. Those yeah. two lines. Mm. Or it was him going, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do no, that. You, Doug Bradley is back on form in this film. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, that's, those, those one lines, you know, of, of what we liked in the first Hellraiser will tell your soul apart, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Him not showing any emotion. Um, but yeah, you know, I am pain. You know, it's just, <laughs> uh, how about your worst line? Um, I think it's, it's the rehashed line from to the first or the second film where Angelique says to sharp, um, I have such sights to show you. And I thought, that's cheap. That's, that's lazy. That's, that's not just you. lazy. Come on. Come up. You know, I know it's like one of the crappy David Gordon Green nods to like, like, like um, Bracket, you know, everyone's entitled to one good scare in Halloween Kills. Yeah. It's, it's just like, come on. You, you can be a little bit more subtle with your nods to the other films. It's it's like you know. Imagine Walter Cronkite when he says when he says, and that's the way it was. Imagine if somebody else said that, mm. or Edward R. Morrow going, "Good night and good luck." It'd be, yeah. be, imagine if uh, you know someone else did it. I mean, there's there's probably a British presenter over there that has this line that's specifically for him that he just David signs Frost. off with. Yeah, what hello, the, what was good evening favorite? and welcome. He used yeah. to always start the show like that. Yeah. Could you imagine someone else saying that? No, just like no. Well, Dave McRae says it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing him to somebody who interviewed Nixon, I got to admit that he was fucked up. Um, yeah, but for me, it's 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 coming from the, one of the twins. He got pins in his head. Yeah, no one ever noticed that before. No one ever cared. But these two guys do all of a sudden. Come on. Uh, okay, your best kill. I think it's the twins. The security really? guards, okay. when, when they're kind of infused together um, to create that center by I quite like that. Um, it's a shame that there was supposedly a lot more Cenobites in this film, because I think yeah. the ones that they came up with were just a little weak, I think. Uh, you know, if you're going to create new Cenobites, I think you need a little bit more imagination, and Hellraiser 3 created some kind of interesting ones. I mean, we'd already had Chatterer and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Butterball. And what's the girl called in the just first female. two? Yeah, yeah, just female. Um, but and but the CD, the camera guy, the CD guy, they were Pseudo all quite... Man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in this, they were pretty unimaginative. But I did like the sequence with the two twins 
melding together. Yeah. Um, could you imagine those Cinnabites, you know, from the French era? Uh, the, and they're, they got these big old dresses on, these huge wigs. You know, I mean, what, <laughs> there wouldn't be any room. What, and they'd be bumping into each other back and forth. Benjamin Franklin would be in there somewhere because he loved those French orgies. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder what kind of Cinnabite he'd be. He'd be electricity man or something like that, right? Like with a kite yeah. flying around. <laughs> uh, for me, my best kill is Parker. Where uh, he gets his uh, the chains are on his head and he gets and he gets skinned and he's mm. screaming. And he looks uh, like Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I miss that because we don't see too many of that in um, in the rest of the series where people were just getting skinned, except for Sandy, where she got her skin ripped off uh, after yeah, yeah. fooling around with JP. Okay, your worst kill. Uh, worst kill for me is is Pinhead. Is like yeah. is he killed? Is he killed? Um, I know that they were they were thinking of this as the final installment at the he time. He atoned for his sins at the end, didn't he? He did, but is he just kind of? I mean, does he does he explode, or is he just kind of banished to the box, or or they what? They put a I black can't... eye over Doug Bradley for Christ's sakes. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of. It's just a little bit unsatisfying, I think, unless maybe they figured out at the point when they were finalizing the movie that we've got more mileage in this, so let's make it a little ambiguous yeah. as to whether he's actually, you know, you don't actually see him die. It kind of cuts away before the final moment happens. Um, so, I, 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 yeah, I was just a little bit, what? What the hell? So the substation, the space station, is a box. Hmm. Essentially. Yeah. And yeah. they basically found it as a, he did it as a big portal with light. Because mm-hmm. that's what they said the whole box was, was just light. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the one thing that he actually is not, he doesn't like. He mm-hmm. hates light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they basically exploded him inside the box, which is probably the same way of entering hell. Yeah. Uh, but then he says, amen at the end. Amen. Is that what he said? Because I was kind of like, what, yeah. that, what the hell was that? He goes, amen. Amen. <laughs> but you know what, what happened to the other Cenobites? We don't know, do we? <laughs> it is. It's just a little bit too ambiguous at the end there. They obviously yeah. thought, we're going to bring him back or something. We're gonna, or they didn't have more. an ending. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- I think that there were there were old, there's, there's there's a version online which, along with Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers, is it's I think it's Kevin Yeager's cut of the movie, which is significantly different. I believe I haven't seen it. It's almost like the the producer's cut. It is available on YouTube, but I I just thought I can't sit through that as well as this. <laughs> Get it through I'm not going half there. hour, no yeah. matter how good it is. No, well, you'd have to sit through the whole thing again. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. It's it's just odd that I mean the the, the Miramax at the time were just fucking up these franchises and, and getting you know getting a Joe Chappelle to <laughs> to sort them out. Um, yeah. Might as well get yeah. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my worst kill is uh, Monsieur de la Lille, the guy in the beginning. He just yeah. tied up and left to die. Yeah. Nothing really yeah. do there, you know. I want no. to see. I want to see if Jacques really like 
killed him or, you know, had the Algelie kill him? You know, what is he there in front of, you know, pigeon filled with maggots? <laughs> you know, creme brulee filled with worms. I have no idea why. Yeah, it was just all... It's just a mess is the whole film, I think. It just... For a franchise, I, I don't want to see it skipping through the ages like that. And, no. Um, but there is one moment which I'll talk about, which, which is... Which leads us to our best moment section. Go right ahead. Yeah. And it's not a particularly big moment or anything like that. But I think it was great to see Kim Myers in this film, who's absolutely gorgeous. And Lovely, we, yeah. you know, we haven't seen her since I hadn't seen her since Elm Street Two. I didn't. I don't really know of many other films that she's been in, and so it was a nice surprise to see her in this. But there is a moment where, as the kid is taken and she's creeping around the house, and this is what I liked. I liked the stuff in the nineties. I thought that was really cool. Didn't give a shit about the stuff in the future. Marie Antoinette couldn't care about that. Um, but the stuff in the middle in the 90s I thought was really, really creepy. And there's a moment where Kim Myers is walking down the stairs looking for her son. And slowly the camera pans and you realize that Pinhead's got him by the arm and he just gets revealed. Um, and then she freaks out and all hell breaks. Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was a really, really nice little moment in the film. It was good to see... Um, pinhead getting back to being creepy do you uh how do you like the engineer from the first one versing the uh, actually the engineer from the second one uh versing this dog that pinhead's dog do you think the dog's <laughs> a lot better dog. <laughs> i think the, the dogs, dogs weren't better. too bad yeah the dogs were it was much better than the one in the first one with <laughs> The guy on the shopping trolley being pushed down the corridor or whatever it was. That it was <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the tentacles and everything. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, first one. I stand yeah, yeah, yeah. My best moment is I don't have a best moment. I'm copying out, ladies and gentlemen. I can't figure out what I like about this movie, tell you the truth. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff in it, I can probably point out, but like the CGI was terrible in it. But other than that, I don't have a, be- a good moment or a best moment because it's straight vanilla, this movie. So you're 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 actually a you don't mind it. You're kind of like it's okay and yeah. You know, this is actually the first one I saw in the theater. Actually, oh really? What a yeah. treat! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh um, man, you never saw this one though, right? Or was it, didn't it been come a long out time? in the theater? I don't even remember it coming out. I mean, it must have come out on DVD or whatever or VHS back then. But I, I, I knew that it was that it was at a point then where this franchise was on the skids, um, and I just never I never watched any from from Bloodline onwards, yeah. um, and I don't want to watch any more. <laughs> Having watched well, Barry's we reviews, more. we got one more to do. We got we one can more do the remake. Up. Yeah, the remake, fine. But having watched Barry's reviews of this franchise and him just looking at the camera, going, "It's awful." It's just awful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. He usually doesn't say that about much stuff, does he? No, no. He was gobsmacked as to how awful these films are. Um, But no, I think you know we've kind of we'll do the remake, and then at that point, then we've got to the point where as we've exhausted, yeah, we can't raise it. It'd be torture. It'd be a complete torture. So we'll crash our channel. Crying out loud! (laughs) Watch we get twenty thousand subscribers based upon this one alone. 
Yeah, um. wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're done with this one. We got, like Darren said, and I said at the beginning, we got one more to go, and then we're done with the best and worst of the Hellraiser franchise. We're going to figure out what franchise to do after this one. Uh, but Darren, any closing uh, remarks? Yes, we have a shout out to do. We have a new Patreon. And his name is Simon Harding, who's joined our advanced Patreon. Thanks, um, Simon. Nice to so have you. Welcome to the channel, Simon. It's really good to have you. We're, Frank and I are, are you know, astounded that people want to support us this way. Uh, and, and it's great to have you on board. And you are around about our 120th. Uh, member that we've got across Patreon cool. and YouTube. So cool. So welcome. We're almost cult status. <laughs> and then on YouTube, we have uh, Carl Curtis Flett has rejoined. Uh, G Lee has rejoined. Um, Brian Iv- Ivanitsky, Zafford, Wayne Bonner, Polo Rose, Happy Sanjo rejoined the other day. Excellent. And we have a new member um, in Debbie Bloom. So cool. welcome to the channel, Debbie. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you, ladies. Uh, it's it's a it's it's overwhelming, even if it's just one or you know a couple dozen. It 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 just uh, it, you guys make us want to keep going and going and going, like we said in last year at the end. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's going well. Um, Darren, nothing else, huh? Zip. No, we're, we're okay. about to record alligator now which i'm getting to it right now we're getting to it right now okay Uh, okay all right all right ladies and gentlemen as always (laughs) stick to the roads and the best of luck okay bye we'll see you soon Bye. bye 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 bye